Hello everybody, how you doing? You know who this is, this is S. Anthony Thomas And this is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 164 I just want to say uh, a special shout out and a hello to my new iPhone listeners Because according to what I saw, there's a whole lot of you that came on board and started listening recently And went through the back catalog And uh, apparently you are all downloading this on your iPhone phones so i want to say thank you very much uh i don't have an iphone so uh i just want to say right now uh, y'all y'all a bunch of show-offs all right i'm gonna keep my own phone till it blows up yeah i said it you show-offs yeah your iphone well, we got new iphones we're so cool well let me tell you something you're right you are cool how do i know because you listen to me and there's no other way to there's nothing else that makes a person cool other than listening to listening to me oh yeah (laughs) Uh, know yourself serving (laughs) all right this is episode number 164 i want to thank you guys for stopping by and checking it out you ready to do this thing you ready of course you are let's get it started guys let me ask you a question and this is an important question that i'm going to ask my podcast audience my pod fam let me ask you a question my friends is it better to know more stuff or less stuff hmm? if you had to vote just in general just in the abstract more stuff or less stuff which is better to know more stuff or less stuff hmm but let me tell you something. Unlike the re- unlike the internet, this is a podcast starring the S machine, and we can be nuanced here because we don't have to be idiots and talk about only the extremes like you get on the internet sometimes. And I'm going to give you this nuanced thought. Sometimes it's good to know more stuff, and sometimes it's not good to know more stuff because there are many times you really, 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 really don't want to know things. And sometimes you really, 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 really do want to know things. But there are many times you really, 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 really don't want to know things. I'll explain. There was a girl I was seeing. I was 
living in another city other than the one that I'm living in now? Why am I being vague? Because I've lived in several cities and I don't know, want the girl to know who I'm talking about. Well, she'll know who I'm talking about, but other people won't. And that's the way I like it because I don't use names. And when I use names, they're fake names to protect, protect the guilty bastards. You know, I really think about it. I should actually use a fake name myself instead of instead of my real name. But it's too late now. This is episode 164. So I don't get to protect me. Damn it. I should probably actually just tell this story as if it was two other people. But I already started out by saying it was me. So crap. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm going to this girl's apartment and we're having a rough time. We're not ha- it's not one of those things where you're actually threatening the other person. I'm leaving you and I hate you and it's over with. It was nothing like that. It was just a normal up and down that you have in a relationship. You know, we hadn't gotten it on in a couple of days because we were mad at each other. And because she didn't want to because I still would have gotten it on with her even if I'm mad because I'm a dude. <laughs> I'm upset with you when as soon as we finish having this sex, we're going to discuss it. Because that's how dudes are. Women, I don't want to do anything because I'm upset. And the guy's going, can we, we can still get it on. It has, it has nothing to do with me. Anyway. But this is the thing. Like if you're married or living with someone or dating someone for a long period of time, like I said, you'll have those times when you're a little ticked off with each other and you're not getting it on. You're not, you're not really seriously considering breaking up. You're just mad right now. You know it. She knows it. And it usually lasts a couple of days. And then you, one of you, you'll you either go visit somebody or you have a function to go to or you'll still see, see each other and be doing passive aggressive crap, you know, and then, and then you'll maybe like one of you will brush against the other one and then or something stupid will happen. Somebody will drop something and one of you will laugh at and and you go I'm sorry and then she'll go I'm sorry and then you start getting it on again and that we were right around the part where one of us was going to go I'm sorry and we were going to start getting it on again that's what was going to happen and I know it I knew it and she knew it so I go over to the place and like I said there wasn't the, the frosty mug sensation that I was getting the day before. So I knew the ice had broken. I personally didn't even know what I did wrong on those occasions. Didn't matter because I wasn't getting any delicious buttocks. And the only thing that matters is getting back to the woman making her happy. The woman I cared about that at the time. And of course getting it on with her. But like I said, sometimes you want to know things and sometimes you don't want to know things. And sometimes you really, 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 really don't want to know things. And this is one of those times when I really, really, really didn't want to know something. So I go to the house and we're sitting there enjoying each other's company. And I get the distinct feeling that the ice is about to break. I'm no longer going to be skating on the ice. I'm about to be swimming in the river. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, yeah. So she sends me out to get something to eat. No problem. That's normal boyfriend behavior. If she's staying at home and she wants me to go out and get something to eat. And I know I look at the calendar not to be a pig, but I know her friend is gone. That specific time of the month is over. And I realize, ah, ha ha, the road is no longer blocked. She's no longer mad. And her friend is gone. Ah, ha ha. Oh, yeah. So I go out and I get the stuff and I get it and I go to the place and I actually get back a little bit faster than I normally do. I walk into the house and I hear her on the phone talking to a girlfriend. Not a problem. 
I don't care about that. It's not going to stop me from uh, a boom, boom, chicka, chicka, boom, da, boom, chicka, chicka, boom, boom, chicka, chicka, boom, da, boom, chicka, chicka. And if you don't know what that means, that means sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I overhear her talking on the phone about some guy that was flirting with her at some place where she was. I don't remember where it was. Gas station, gym. I don't know. Don't really give a crap because I'm not worried. I'm not jealous about anything. I know everything's cool or about to be cool again. Not worried about it. But then she kept talking about it in too much detail. She starts talking about how cute the guy was. And he, he's so funny. Tee hee hee and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, hold it a second. And then she was talking about how she seriously considered stepping to the guy because we were having a rough patch and she was mad at me and she gave it serious consideration. And she was going into detail about this, about the sale. I could have done it. He could do it. He's going to be out. He'd be gone. And I could have done this. And he could then the man. But he seems and he's in. But the, he's not. And he's she's seeing. He's see And we weakened. And he's and he's this and that, and that. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell is this? And I wasn't going to bust into the room and be upset with him. Like, oh, so you want to be with another guy, huh? But I'm sitting there fuming, you know, silently. I haven't even put the food down on the table. And I got my eyes all squinched up and I'm making a face. with You know, when your mouth curls up like you're about to smoke a cigarette. But I don't smoke cigarettes. But it looked like I was about to smoke a cigarette. And my eyes were squinted like something was about to be in my eyes. But there was nothing in my eyes. But it looked like something was about to be in my eyes. And that's right. But she kept talking and I kept getting angrier and my mouth curled up so much. If I smoked a cigarette, it would have to be the size of a needle. And my eyes were so squished together and I, I couldn't even see anything. I might as well have just closed my damn eyes because they were almost closed anyway. And I'm still holding the food in my damn hands and she's still talking to her punk ass friend i don't even know why i called her friend a punk ass friend because her friend was a nice lady and didn't even do anything wrong she's just listening to her friend say some crap she shouldn't be saying damn it and as she was about to conclude the conversation she said but you know what even though i was mad at him and i really thought about doing something with this guy i just stopped myself before it got crazy you know, I, I flirted with the guy, but then I just stopped flirting with him because it was wrong. And I really do care about him, meaning me. And I didn't want to I didn't want to cheat on him. I didn't want to hurt him. and I didn't want to disrespect him. So I just, you know, got rid of the other guy. I just, you know, made, you know, gave him my distance and kind of blew him off and let him know that it was nothing was going to happen. And he moved on about his business. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make sure everything's good with him, meaning me. Before about five minutes, I listened to her detail how she was going to do this with this guy, maybe run off with this guy, maybe get a hotel with this guy, maybe start dating this guy, maybe break up with me. And at the end, she said she chose me and didn't give that guy any, any, she didn't go too far with this guy. She didn't even kiss the guy, but she was flirting with the dude. She, she did that and she shouldn't even have done that. And now I knew that happened. Now, as it turns out, like I said, she didn't do anything. She didn't even physically touch the guy. Maybe shook his hand. She didn't do anything. And I'm not, she doesn't know I'm here. So she's speaking frankly. So I know she's not sugarcoating it to make it more palatable for me. She legitimately didn't do anything with this dude. There would be no reason for her to just to sugarcoat it. Like I said, she didn't know I was there. But now I knew that this happened. So I hear her wrapping up the conversation and I very quickly backed out of the apartment 
made some noise as if I was coming up the hallway, reopened the door and came back in and she's smiling. Hey, what's going on? And she had to smile on her face again. The smile that I used to see on a regular basis when I would go over there knowing everything was cool. And at this point, she had gotten that confession off of her chest to her friend. And I had won the battle. The guy had no real chance. But she thought about it. But she didn't because I won. But there shouldn't even have been a competition is what I'm thinking. He sh- she should never even thought about it. It's one thing to look at a person and go, he's cute. And then go about your business. Or go tee hee hee and smile if somebody gives you a compliment. And then throw out the fact that you have a boyfriend in the casual conversation. To let the guy know, yes, I heard your compliment. Thank you very much. Ain't going to happen, Captain. You need to do that. I do that with women. When women were all up on my face, your dimples, you're so funny, huh? I love your show, and so, your show was great. I saw you perform at the blah, 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 tee, hee, 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 Would you like to have access to my delicious buttocks? And I'm going, whoa, 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 thank you for the compliment. Got a girlfriend, can't do that. Never did that. Now, had she overheard any of my conversations, she would have known that I shut that crap down at immediately. There was, no, there was no girl when I'm dating someone that can say that I actually, quote, gave them some play, unquote, meaning made it seem like I was available. I don't do that. But I overheard her conversation and, you know, even though she didn't do anything, even though she didn't play the game, she picked up the box and looked at the price. You shouldn't even have picked up the box. You don't walk through a restaurant when you got a five-star meal at home. You don't do it. And like I said, she didn't do anything. But I know she thought about doing something. It would have been better had I not known that crap. Do you realize if the guy had prepared the food at the same speed he normally did, if there was one more customer in line, if I had stopped to get a newspaper, if I had stopped to talk to a friend, if the garage door opened a little bit slower when I came back, I would have not heard any of that conversation. I would have rather have not known about that. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes you think you want to know things and sometimes you really, 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 really don't want to know things. It kind of ruined the evening. You know, I mean, this, this, you know, this is like I said when I just described it. It's that point in a relationship where you have a little fight and you go through your little thing and then you, the ice breaks and you get it on. But I didn't feel the same. I knew I would feel, I knew I would be okay a few days later and it wouldn't be bothering me anymore. And I would go, you know what? I mean, why am I worried about it? She chose me. She didn't do anything with the dude. No big deal. I knew that that was coming. But at that moment, it kind of ruined things for me. And later on that evening after we had our dinner and she made her romantic overtures, I was thinking about that. I was thinking this. Y'all up on me trying to, you know, got your hands on me and everything and you want me to get it on with you. But you, you actually considered another dude. Unbelievable. And she actually wanted me to go in a bedroom and get it on with. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, you really want me to take you in that bedroom and get it on with you after you considered another guy? Yes, I know you eventually chose me. I know you didn't do anything with the other guy, but you considered it. And that hurt my feelings, damn it. And that's all I could think about. Until she took her top off and then I said, I'm over it and banged the crap out of her. Because <laughs> I'm a dude. 
But that's the thing, man. It's like sometimes you think you want to know something, but sometimes you really don't want to know anything. I was reading some books about body language and and um, and things like that, you know, neuro linguistic programming and all that kind of crap. And, you know, I don't pay I didn't pay that much attention to it. I read it for entertainment purposes only for the most part. But the body language stuff actually kind of stuck with me. And I was reading it, and some of that stuff actually rang true. The ones that got to me the most and the ones that stuck with me the most and the ones that became the most uh, effective at it was micro-expressions. You know what a micro-expression is? That's that little flash of an expression. It's just it's a flash. Most of the times you don't even notice it. And sometimes you may notice it subconsciously. It's like that little flash of a facial expression that lets you know what the person is really feeling. Right now on TV, those they're not micro expressions on TV on TV. They're big, giant expressions. And this is what I'm talking about. If you ever watch the soap opera or any kind of drama series where there's a person who's the, you know, the, the good, the good person on the show, you know, and they're the protagonist on the show and they're talking to the, the, to the evil antagonist on the show and they're talking to them. And we as the audience knows that the person they're talking to is the person that's about to do something bad to them or wants to do something bad to them, but they don't know yet. And they're going, so anyway, um, anyway, uh, Marshall, uh, I was wondering what, if we could do this, that and the other. Sure, we can do this, that and the other. Oh, that's great. I'm going to leave now. Okay, talk. Well, if I talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And the, the good person walks out and as she turns the corner, the person who's evil, their face turns into this scowl. I'm going to do bad stuff to you. That's what her face is saying. And the music is saying the same thing. And she's looking at the hero, the heroine of the show. And she's not even saying anything. She just has a look on her face. She folds her arms. And one of the eyes gets smaller and she just and the music is that's what i'm talking about well i know that seems cartoony because most people will not hold the same facial expression for seven seconds after you walk out of the room and they damn sure don't have a soundtrack behind them with music that is emphasizing the fact that they have evil intentions but you do do that in real life. Everybody does. And most people don't pay attention to micro expressions. Most people don't notice micro expressions because you're just having a conversation with somebody. They'll say something. You go this, that and the other one. And they'll say this, that and the other to you. And then you go, OK, great. And you turn around and walk away. And you're not you're already on to whatever you're doing next. And you're focusing on that or thinking about what you got to do next. You don't notice the micro expression. And I really wish I did not read those books on microexpression. I really wish I hadn't talked to people that understood microexpressions. I really did not wish that I was not so good at noticing microexpressions, but I see them and God, I wish I did not. It was as bad as walking into the house and overhearing that girl I was seeing at the time talking about the, the and he was so cute and I thought about it. I was, I didn't need to hear that crap. It would have been better had I not heard that crap. I still banged the crap out of the girlfriend but it wasn't as enjoyable as it would have been had i not heard that crap granted it was 96 percent as enjoyable but i wanted those other four percent damn it <laughs> right but you'll see those micro expressions and, 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 and the first part about it is it is when you see the micro expressions on someone that you care about that you love a friend or a family member 
Because I, I had friends when I started doing comedy, when I just started doing it, you know, and I was just starting to make a living at it. And it was important to me. But still, for some reason, they didn't think of it as a real job. You know, they thought of it as some kind of thing I was doing. And you're so smart. You should do this. And I said, just because I'm smart doesn't mean I have to do that. I mean, this is what I want to do. If I'm so smart, why don't you agree? Why don't you be supportive of my choice then? Right. It's like when somebody asks you to do something and it's really not that important to you. Not that you don't think that things are, that are important to your friends are important to you, but you are trying to do something else that's immensely important and takes a lot of time. Hey, man, could you do this for me? I can't, man. I, I got to take care of this other stuff. And, they, and, they, and, and if you don't notice micro expressions, they'll say, oh, OK, sorry about that. man. Cool. Good luck with that. But if you notice micro expressions and I do. You see the microspace. I'm a little busy right now. And you see they look in their faces. And it only lasts for a fraction of a second. But if you notice it, you'll see it. And all you see is their face essentially will be going, you ain't doing nothing. Bullshit ass comedy. Please. <laughs> and you're going. And the, and the thing about it is if you notice it, even though that, that flash is just that little flash. But you see it. And you would wish you didn't see it. And you're thinking, why did I see that? There were times when I would literally, when I had a feeling that that, that, that face was going to come up on someone, where I would actually be trying to look away while I'm talking to them. But, I mean, it's almost as if the micro-expression on their face is like, are he trying to look away? Oh, hell no. We're going to wait until he's looking so we can disrespect him. Just take this fraction of a second to hurt his feelings and, and annoy him. Is he looking back at it? Good. Yeah, he's looking back at it. Let's make that face now. You ain't doing shit, mother sucker. <laughs> Right, because you know that's what the face means. There's no other reason for that face. That little scowl, like, uh, it's not. Uh, I'm sure it's everything he's doing is doing is important right now. No, that look only comes on your face when you're disrespecting the thought that someone is expressing. And you walk away, and you're thinking, "Oh, why did I see that?" Because you know what it really means. It means they don't believe what you just said. Like I said, it's just like that. Walking in over here and the girlfriend, it would have been better had you not seen it. Because if you didn't see it, you wouldn't walk away with that little bit of poison. You know? I talked before about a guy, uh, I forgot which episode it was, because let's be honest, this is a 164, give me a break. I don't remember them all, damn it. As soon as I finish this one, I automatically start writing 165, so calm down. <laughs> But I went to this pizza place and I liked the pizza. I loved the pizza. I'm like, this is some good pizza. But one time I got there a little bit early and the guy that was making the dough was making it. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And I was watching him make the dough because I thought it was kind of cool. You know what I mean? He was, it was so precise. He threw the dough up and he got the powder on there and he's flipping it, put the knee out. I was like, oh, and that, is, that is pretty cool. That is really an art form. And he put it out and he put the sauce on and the cheese and did all that kind of stuff. And just before it goes into the oven, he puts it to his mouth and kisses it. And then I realized the pizza he was making was the one I ordered. The one I ordered had mouth had his mouth on it. And I don't know which side of the... I wish he would have pinched the part where he put his mouth, but I don't know. The pizza was good. Didn't eat the crust, but the pizza was good. Because I don't think he did anything to the rest of the pizza. I was like, I'm going to eat the damn pizza. I'm just not going to eat the crust. Shit, pizza do damn good. But why did I know that? Now I don't even go buy pizza there anymore. Why? Because I don't want the guy making my pizza to make out with the pizza. Is it really going to poison me? No. Is it really that big deal? No, because he had his bare 
he had his hands in the pizza. He put the the, the, the stuff on. He put the cheese in the, on with his hands. He, you know. But I didn't need to know he kissed the pizza. I didn't even need to know that the ex that the girl I was seeing at the time had contemplated running off with another guy. I didn't need to know that. I didn't need to know that the friend that I told I was busy was was looking at me as if to say, You ain't doing nothing. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> and I damn sure didn't need to know that dude was making out with the pizza. Didn't need to know that crap. Yeah, as it turns out, like I said, and I told you before, I don't go there and get pizza from that place anymore because I think him, he needs to spend time alone with the damn pizza. That's all I'm saying. Now, if any of my Italian friends email me or text me and go, hey, or not text me, don't text me, but emails me or or, or uh, tweets me and goes, well, that's, a, that's a, uh, a custom. All right, fine. I'll just go fine. Forget it. I'll go back to buying the pizza there. I didn't know it was a big thing. Maybe he would have been doing it the whole time. I don't know. So whatever, you know what I mean? I'll go back to eating the damn pizza if that's what you tell me. I'll believe you because if you're listening to me, you're obviously intelligent. <laughs> that's true. You know? But when I go back to the micro expressions of the friends, I have to be careful because if you really think about it, he may have had that micro expression for a moment because that micro expression could have meant I'm disappointed that you're not available. Not that I think what you're doing sucks, but I, I'm disappointed that you're available. Maybe I read too much into that. Maybe you read too much into it when somebody does something bad to you. You never know. If you can sit back and look at it objectively, you might be going, well, of course he was disappointed. He wanted something done and it's not going to happen. I shouldn't take it so personally. So now when I see those micro expressions, I just use that as a little bit of information. I don't take it so personally like I did back then. I still see the micro expressions. I still notice them, but I don't take them personally. Okay, I, I, I took that one personally. He did that micro expression. I, I left the house and um, I kind of Molotov cocktailed his front window because who the hell is he to make a face like that at the great S. Anthony Thomas, you bastard. Going to make a, 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 a face for a fraction of a second that may or may not show disapproval of what I wanted to do. I think that might have been too far because, I mean, if you don't want a Molotov cocktail your friend's house, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I've, OK, I did not do that. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. Sometimes you want to know things and sometimes you do not want to know things. One of the other things I had to be careful of with the nano expressions was it was it's really, really kind of like if you pay attention to them, instead of just finding out what the person's feels about you, you could actually turn it into something else. You could actually turn it into a lie detector. You can use those nano expressions to find out what a person really thinking and then adjust your behavior, your actions and use those micro expressions to find out whether the adjustments you are making are correct ones. You could actually manipulate the person. I'm going to, you know, let's go to Hawaii for vacation. And our face goes, oh, I'm going to know goddamn Hawaii, you dirty bastard. Know what I meant? What I meant, let's go to Vegas. And a little micro expression goes, I've always wanted to go to Vegas. And he goes, exactly. So she likes Vegas. I'm going to use that. You know. And then later on, I want a surprise for you. What's the surprise? A trip to Vegas. Oh, my God. I always wanted to go. I always wanted to go to Vegas. I know. I know. <laughs> and you use it for your own evil ends. And that's right. Not that I've ever done that. <laughs> so I so did that for about a month. Now, listen. But then I realized that's not good. You should not, you should not use your genius and secret 
powers to manipulate people. So I decided, you know what, just because I can look at a person and tell whether they're lying usually and I can use this ability to, to read people's faces for my own benefit, I am not going to do that. I'm going to be a good guy and make it a point not to do that. Okay, that's exactly why I'm doing a podcast right now because if I saw your faces, I could actually do, use my super duper mega face reading powers and manipulate your bastards and then all of a sudden instead of just listening to me every week and bringing people back all of a sudden you start giving me 10 percent of your damn salaries oh yeah that's right i said it yeah that's right and then i take you all to an island a big enough island that you would have paid for by being in my cult okay i would actually just take the women uh, and then, okay, I take some dudes because I'm not going to do any yard work. <laughs> and I mean that. And it would be me and my, the ladies in my podcast audience. It'd be thousands of wives or thousands of Mrs. Thomases. Oh, yeah. And it made me a couple of hundred dudes, like I said, doing yard work and fixing crap because I'm not doing that because I'm the king of the island. And my job is to do nothing but mate with thousands of Mrs. Thomases. <laughs> Actually, I would have to bring some dudes because, I'm, like I said, I'm because then if, you know, if somebody tried to do some kind of mutiny or something like that, because dudes would go, how come you don't get to get it on with any of the women? How come you get to get it on with all the women? Why don't you just, what's wrong? And I'd have to go, guys who are with me that are did beat those dudes up, and then they would beat those dudes up. <laughs> and then they'd go, wait a minute, why are we beating these dudes up? We also want to get it on with the women. And then they'd kick my ass and throw me off the island. Uh, I think I need to think of that. I need to think that out a little more. I don't think that actually would be a good idea. Maybe I should just stick to doing the podcast and talking to my people. You know what I'm going to do? Instead of doing all that, I'm just going to do the podcast and talk to y'all. I'm not going to definitely not going to go and, and create a, an island with a bunch of women on it that are just for me. Oh, yeah. Because I know all of y'all are using iPhones. And only the most beautiful, delicious women use iPhones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sucking up. So what? That's what I do. <laughs> but the point I was trying to make is sometimes you want to know things and you think you want to know things. But as it turns out, when you get the information, you really don't want to know the things. So be glad for some of the things you actually don't know, because some of the things you don't know, you really, 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 really shouldn't know. But what I know more than anything else is that this segment is over. Segment over. Folks, I would like to give you a little bit of information. Today is May. This is actually being recorded on May 25th, 2015, this episode of the show. And I want to give you some information and let you know that on this day in 1974, in a small lab in Mississippi, a man, a little-known scientist by the name of William Jefferson Arbor, invented the tree. That's right, William invented the tree in that small lab in Mississippi. And that's why we have Arbor Day, because without that man, we wouldn't have trees. You wouldn't have the shade of trees. You know, we, would, we wouldn't be able to chop, chop those trees down and make, make tables and make paper out of them, and we wouldn't be able to... What was that? That's that's not what Arbor Day is. That's, that has nothing to do with it. So I was I was misinformed, and now I'm misinforming my audience. Oh, this is embarrassing. Well, what holiday is it? 
Memorial Day. Oh. Okay, I actually do know what Arbor Day is. <laughs> I just did that just to remind people that sometimes we forget what holidays actually are um, and what remembrances actually are. Like I said, it's May 25th, 2015. This is the M Memorial Day. And, uh, and I know everybody, right? You may, be, you may be at home relaxing. You may have had a barbecue yesterday. You may be having a barbecue today, enjoying the family, enjoying the weather, having a good time. But just remember what the holiday actually is for, or the I like to call it a more of a remembrance than necessarily a holiday. It's to honor the people who in the past, in the present, and in the future put on a uniform and made sacrifices. Whether you agree with them or not, they put on a uniform and uh, they're ready, willing, and able to give everything they have to protect the, to protect the country. I have uh, veterans in my family, friends that are veterans. And even if I didn't, I would still just want to say this, just at some point during the day, you know, just take a little moment out and in your mind, let's just say thank you for people that have done the things that they do. Give them a little salute because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm giving them a little salute. So if there's any veterans listening to this, if you're listening to this at all, whether you've served in the past, the present, or you're going to serve in the future. I just want to say from myself, thank you for your service. Uh, guys, let me ask you this. Are you, are you angry people? Are you the kind of pr people that get angry on a regular basis? Are you a bunch of hot-headed bastards? Are you? I'm not an angry guy. I've never been an angry guy. I used to think that I was an angry person as a child because, you know, I was one of those door slammers back then. But when you really think about it, all kids act like that. I mean, granted, there's some nerdy ass kids who are always respectful, but that's OK. They're going to get beaten up at school anyway. So that's taken care of. <laughs> OK, I was that kid that didn't that, that attacked. It was beaten up. At, well, actually, I was attacked at school, but I actually knew how to whoop ass. So I didn't get my ass whooped that often, but it happened occasionally. But I digress. But are you are you the kind of people that are, are angry all the time? You know, because I, I don't like being around angry people. I don't like hanging out with angry people. And I won't have friends or people that are close to me that are angry all the time. I just don't like it. It's depressing and boring and stupid. You know, and, and, and so much so that one of the things that I actually one of the great joys in life for me is when someone is really, really angry, and not, and not even necessarily angry at you, they're just angry in general, or angry at somebody else, and you just happen to be the next person they come across, and they decide to take all that anger and fury out on you. Maybe they're going to be rude. Maybe they're going to be passive-aggressive. Maybe they're going to be nasty. And they just they, they, they pick you out of the lineup of people that, now. Nah, okay, let's see here. Who Would you like to be angry at number one? No, I want to be angry at number one. That's my wife, and I plan on getting it on with her, so I'm not going to be angry at her. How about number two, three, and four? No, those are my kids. I don't want to gang, be angry at that person. How about this next person right here? Oh, I don't know this person, and they're doing something innocuous. I choose them. <laughs> Ever been that person? Because I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. It's like me personally, I get annoyed when someone parks in front of my house because in front of my house there's a driveway you're not supposed to block people's driveways i know i've talked about it before in the podcast but it annoys me and i don't like it and when someone is there i remember i would come up and it'd be somebody who's parked in the parking space and if i recognize the car say it's a neighbor who should know better or someone who knows me who should know better and they leave their car there and i you know many times i'm sorry you're saying sorry about that and i don't get angry if they move their car right away 
I'm a little annoyed because they should know better. But if they move the car, let's be honest. My objective is put the car in front of the house, go in and go about my business. Fine. I've been many times when I pulled up in front of my house. Someone is sitting in their car. They see me. I honk the horn and they get the picture. They move their car out of the way. They back up to make room for me or they drive off somewhere and park someplace else or they just leave. No problem. Once again, my objective is get my car in front of my house. If you leave, I'm not even angry. I'm just glad you moved. So I've been on the other side of that before. I was dropping off someone. And oh no, I'm sorry, I wasn't dropping them off. I was actually waiting for someone and they were in one house, but there was someone parked in front of that house and I was parking in front of somebody else's house and I was still sitting in the car and the engine was running. And then a car pulls up next to me and the guy has a look on his face like, oh, what is this bull crap? Yeah, just rawr, rawr, rawr. Only thing missing was a horns and a pitchfork and some steam coming out of his ears and eyes and buttocks because he was angry. Now, he couldn't have been that angry about the parking spot. I have a pet peeve about people parking in my parking spot. But once again, if you're in your car, that means you can move right away. It only delays me by about 10 seconds. Not a problem. Just get the hell out of the way and we're cool. So the guy pulls up next to me, rolls down his window, motions to me to roll down my passenger side window. I roll down my passenger side window and he's a, that's my house. That's my spot. And I would like to. And I said, oh, you need to park here, man. I'm, 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 I move right now. No big deal. He said, hey, look, dude, I'm one of those people that hates when people park in my parking spot. That's why I didn't even turn my car off. And that's why I didn't leave my car. I'm out of here, man. This is your spot. And I'm going to move, man. No disrespect. And he goes, yeah. And another thing, huh? What? What? Huh? said yeah i'm gonna move you can move now yeah it's not my spot yeah what you know and I, I pull all the way up to the corner a little bit and i make and when i pull up to the corner that left four parking spots and then he kind of eased into his car and um i'm sitting in my car still car running waiting for my, my relative to come out and i could see him looking at me like oh man that was i had some good names i wanted to call his mom you know I had already practiced my door kicking, you know, and I'm a, I'm a really big guy. I'm 6'5", 290 pounds or so. And I, mean, I wasn't going to fight the guy because he's like a regular size dude, but I figured I could, you know, if he really made me mad, I could get out of my car and then, you know, hopefully, and then I know my wife, she was in the car next to me. She's, she would have walked up and grabbed my arm and said, Bill, don't. And then he, you, you know, you were a regular size dude and you would have been scared and you would have gotten your car and peeled off and then all of the anger would have left me out. I'd have been like, yeah, I taught that guy a lesson. Damn it. Don't you ever park in my spot. I'm pissed off. Yeah, I'm big and strong and you, yeah, that's right. But you, but you were reasonable and you, now I feel like a douche. I'm, I'm still angry, but I, mean, I wasn't even angry at you. I was just going to vent it on you. But now, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, I still got the anger now. Now I'm embarrassed because now I was, I was already yelling at you and you didn't you moved and it's like i had a trash can full of trash like packed to the brim and i was ready to dump it out you know and then now i have on top of that now i have embarrassment because of me being a big d-bag and now it's falling out the side of the trash can and it's like that you know it's like there's too much for the situation and Oh, this is this is embarrassing. Now my wife is looking at me like you. You know you really you really were kind of a dick, Bill. You know, and then now she's. I mean, now she's looking at me kind of funny, and I'm probably not going to get any delicious buttocks this this evening because she's looking at me like, why are you picking on people with your big ass? You know, and let's be honest, I could have I could have parked in front of you really, and and, and then when you left, I could have just ran down the steps and slid the car backwards, but which would have been a bit of a pain in the ass, but I was still at the very least I would have been parked in, you know, near my house and my neighbor would have just parked in front of my house. It really wouldn't have been that big of a deal because, you know, 
wow, I am kind of a dick, aren't I? And he kind of slumped into the house. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> My niceness and reasonableness messed his mind up. <laughs> yeah, that's right, punk. <laughs> you know, it, it, I love that moment when someone is about is like deciding to be rude to you or mean to you or nasty to you or disrespectful to you. And then they find out the truth and they realize they're being an ass wipe. And that look on their face when it's like, oh, geez, I messed up and it's all on me. Oh, that's the best. I live for that. I live for it. Love it. This is this. This is like I said. Today is May twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. Today you're gonna. I'm gonna upload this later on this evening, right around eleven o'clock or so. I might even put it out a little early, just to let you know. But here's the thing. I go to the store, and I'm buying some sandwiches. You know, because there's some people in the house. I wanted to. You know, we buy some sandwiches, and we're gonna. You know, we get the, get the little money together, and I'm the one that goes to get it. Fine, no big deal. So I go to the store to get the sandwich and I, I give the guy, I would like this sandwich, that sandwich, this, and this mayo and this and sauce on that and this, that, and then put this on top of that. And this, and the sandwich has this on it and chop that and put this in there. And this has hot peppers and this does not have hot peppers and this, that, and this, and all the sandwiches are different. And mine is different than everyone else's because everyone else is just doing like ham and ham and cheese and Italian. standard sandwiches, no special instructions, just lettuce, tomato, just lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise. And I have the one and. Uh, and I said, you know what? I'm going to keep it simple, but I want buffalo chicken this time. So the only difference between my sandwich and theirs is it's buffalo chicken. He makes the sandwiches. They look pretty good. I'm going, this is going to be great. I'm going to have these sandwiches. So he stacks the sandwiches in their containers. and They're all see-through containers, but I can't tell which one is mine. I can't tell which one is the buffalo chicken. So I asked him, I said, would you mind labeling the one that's buffalo chicken and most people who you bought a bunch of sandwiches would go, sure, kid. Well, I actually can't call me kid at this point in my life. Sure, sir. Unless you're 80, unless you're like 60 years old, you can call me a kid. But even then, come on, stop it. Sure, sir. No problem. Seeing as how he just made the sandwiches four seconds ago, he could just put a little piece of tape on it and put the B on it. That's all I asked. But he's like, uh, what are you talking about? Huh? Have you ever eaten buffalo chicken before? Don't you know what buffalo chicken looks like? You're the one that ordered the sandwich. You ordered all these sandwiches, okay? This is an Italian hoagie. See how it has all these red meats in it? And this one is this, and this one is that, and this one is this, and this one is that. And I'm going, I, I, I wasn't interested in what those sandwiches are. I was only interested in, I just wanted you to tell me which one was, was mine, the buffalo. You don't know what it looks like? Huh? How do you not know it's your sandwich and you don't know what it looks like? It's Look at it. This is your sandwich. Look at the meat. How do you not know? Look at the meat. This is the meat you ordered. You ordered buffalo chicken. Just so you know, this is what the meat looks like. This, 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 this. Now, what he doesn't realize is that one of the people that works in the store is a store I used to go to all the time. And I and this is how you this is how I tell you how often I used to go into the store. When I walked in the front door, the lady who works behind the counter goes, It's Anthony. Oh. And she walks out and she hugs me and gives me a kiss on the face. And the brother that works in the store, he's the one that does the water rices and he stocks everything. Yo, S man, what's going on? He walks up, he high fives me, he hugs me, and he tries to kiss me on the face. Okay, that did not happen. I was just trying to be funny. Shut up. 
All right. And then people. And then this guy this behind the counter is a new guy that's making the sandwiches. But everybody else remembered me. He's new. So the guy behind him who's working there is actually the manager of the store. And he walks behind the sandwich guy and just looks at him. He goes, what are you doing? This guy don't even know it. I said, do you know who that is? No. He's one of my best customers. He hasn't been here for a while. He comes back for the first time in about six months. He orders all these sandwiches. And you giving him a hard time. How about you shut up and label his fucking sandwich? How about that? Oh, well, and he goes, he says, what did he want you to do? He says, well, the buffalo, I'm just telling him the buffalo chicken. I said, okay. And then the guy goes, okay, which one's the buffalo? It's this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. He goes, really? That does not look like buffalo chicken to me. I think this, meaning the other sandwich, is a buffalo chicken. He goes, what are you talking about? And then he looks at the sandwich and realizes that the one he was telling me forcefully was the buffalo chicken sandwich was not the buffalo chicken sandwich. And he goes, oh, sorry. (laughs) And he walks back, grabs a piece of tape and writes B on it and hands me all the sandwiches. <laughs> and I got two free sodas for my trouble. <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, all you had to do was just put it, just take a little piece of tape, put it across the top of the thing, and put a B on it for buffalo chicken. And I walk out the store, no problem. But he had to be a dick for no reason, being a douche. And I was like, why would you do that? being angry at me now i know you may have had a hard time at the store i know you may have had other customers who are being assholes to you but i've always been polite how do you know i've always been polite let me repeat when i walked in the store for the first time in six months the lady behind the counter left the counter walked around the counter hugged me and kissed me on the face the guy that does the water rice and does the stocking walked around and gave me a hug and did not kiss me on the face. And the guy that's your boss. Hey, S, what's going on, man? Long time no see. So if they're acting that way, if these people are reacting to me that way, it means I have a history of behaving in a respectful way. So I couldn't possibly have been rude to you. And that's why he looks like a piece of shit. And I wound up with two free sodas. <laughs> and it was awesome. As I walked out to the store, he had that look on his face. You know how when somebody drug does something dumb in traffic, tailgates you, honks the horn, curses at you, and wonders why you haven't made the turn, only to find out that the reason you haven't made the turn is because there's a 90-year-old woman very heroically crossing the street with her cane he couldn't see her because she's so short and now he realized he was essentially telling you to step on the gas and run her over and he feels like a hunk of crap and you make the turn eventually and then he makes the turn and even though he was tailgating you for five blocks now he's six car lengths behind you why because he's ashamed of himself for being a big sack of buttocks chips Well, that's the look that guy behind a sandwich counter had on his face. And it was awesome. You don't tell a cut. You don't know what buffalo chicken looks like? Really? That's that's, that's, somebody buys a bunch of sandwiches and that's what you're doing? I loved every second of his face falling apart when the manager and all the other people got in his ass for giving me a hard time. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. The only thing that tasted, because the sandwich was awesome. 
I hope they don't fire his They're not going to fire his ass. You know, they better not fire his ass. I tasted a damn sandwich. If they fire his ass, I'm going to go back there and slap the shit out of him. I know he was rude, but damn, them some damn good sandwiches. You hire his ass back, damn it, and you, or you won't see me for six more months, damn it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> you know, but it was awesome seeing that look on his face, just you know, being a douche. I love when people are angry and they decide to be mean to somebody, and they push that anger on you, and then you're nice to them anyway, and it backfires, and they look like douches. I love it. Mm, more delicious than that damn sandwich. Yeah, I said it. My favorite example of it was it was a I was when I moved to LA. I was hanging out with a friend of mine. We were at his house, and it was a party. We're just hanging. It was like. It's a group of com- it's like it's a group of comedians, actors, singers, and people in the business, and also uh, what, we, what they will be lovingly refer to as uh, civilians, uh, meaning just regular like spouses and friends and boyfriends and girlfriends of the performers, and it's just a great period of, of time to hang out with those people. You know, like when, you, like when I had my friends who were all musicians, I would go hang out with them, and they would jam. You know, and I'm the only non-musician there, you know, and every once in a while as a joke, I would jump up and start ad-libbing lyrics to songs that they were just jamming, you know, and and um, and uh, it was fun, you know, just hit, listen, hit, listen to guys, watching guys that love playing music, just boom, boom, jamming out, just playing and just jamming out, watching my boy who plays the guitar, bust those those solos, my boy playing the drums, they all trading solos, it was great. And it's the same thing when they hang out with a bunch of comics. We're not trying to entertain you, but we're funny people when we tell stories. So our stories are funny. So you hang around that, and it's a great thing to see. And we're all having, and even our spouses and, and, and girlfriends and boyfriends, we wouldn't love them and want to date them if they weren't funny people too. They they, they can't be. They're not funny on a professional level, but they can tell stories. We're getting in groove to it. So this is a festive environment. Everybody's having a great time. One person had a dude that was her guy. Who was just one of those guys. Debbie Downer would walk up to this guy and go, you kind of depressing me. Okay. <laughs> That's how bad this guy was. And this was him sober. So we're, and we all kind of hated the bastard. Cause we, we, and like I said, we're not the kind of people that would even hate a human being. But you just get this feeling like, good Lord. Just like you drain the life and the energy out of the room when you show up just because you're such a douche. But we loved and supported her. And we figured, okay, maybe she sees something in this cat. Maybe we're not seeing in this cat what she's seeing in this cat. So no big deal. We're going to do our best to embrace this bastard and make him part of the... I shouldn't have said this bastard. I know what you're thinking. Well, if you're going to try and embrace him, you can't call him this bastard. Yeah, well, I did call him this bastard. But I never said to him, you were a bastard. I said it in my head. And every time I said it in my head, I would correct him. I'd be like, no, embrace this guy. See, I said guy this time. Shut up. Anyway... So he comes around and everybody's having a good time and you know people kind of fall into little groups now you're not excluding anybody it's just more along the lines of who's sitting next to who as we watch the game on the big tv you know you're sitting in different chairs and tables and stuff and you kind of fall in the conversation with the people standing closest to you and it was as if every group of people that was standing next to each other having a conversation was like a balloon full of happy air the air of happiness Ah, let me let me open up the bottom of this balloon. Ah, I'm happy. Okay, that sounded like drugs, but that's not what I'm talking about. These just I'm using this as an example. You'll get you'll get what I'm saying in a second. Calm down, you bastards. But every conversation was like a balloon. And then he would walk up and he was like a pen. And every time he would join a group 
he'd stick his unhappiness in the pen and suck the, the uh, and then pop the balloon and everybody you could see people every time he would go over there and you're looking at him like oh god get away bastard being a contrarian everybody antagonizing people and then he'd leave that group and then you see after he left everybody was still kind of pissed off and then then the bloom would go back up and be full of happy air because the bastard left and he would just systematically walk around popping the happy bloom that everybody had in in, in the individual groups that they had and eventually, one of the people that I know who's really not afraid of confrontation, I'm not afraid of confrontation either. But for the most part, if he's just, you know, I just ignore jackasses when they're jackasses. But he's actually trying to ruin the party, most likely because he didn't want to be there. He didn't like us. We didn't like him. But at least we tried to like him. We tried to embrace him. We really, really did. But he was a dick on purpose. Now, most of the people in the room did not drink alcohol. We're not big fans of alcohol, so we didn't have any alcohol there. And that, of course, was another bone of contention with Dr. Dickhead as he walks around spreading his joy. <laughs> right? And I'm going in here. This is bullshit. And he walks, he storms out and goes and buys alcohol. And this is going to shock you, I know. Um, he was an asshole sober. But guess what? When he brought the alcohol, when he brought too much alcohol there and no one else drank it and he decided to drink it, surprisingly enough, asshole plus alcohol equals bigger asshole because he became a bigger asshole with the alcohol in him. So now instead of just popping the balloons, he's popping the balloons of happiness that everyone has and pissing on it when it's on the ground. He was being a douche. Now he's being not only a pain in the neck just by the things that he said, now he's being or attempting to be physically intimidating, trying to intimidate people. You ain't no so tough. No one's trying to be tough. You got a room full of actors and comedians and musicians. We're not exactly going around picking fights with UFC fighters. We're not going to fight people. Our job is to make people happy, you dumb bastard. Uh, yeah, so tough. He walks up to me giving me, yeah, look at you, huh? You think you're so cool. And, uh, yeah, you, yeah. Okay, he didn't, he didn't mumble that much, but I hate the guy's voice, and I'm going to make him his voice sound bad because he sucks. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm actually going to let you know what the bastard sound like. Uh, you're so tough, huh? You look at you, man. You, yeah, you think you're so cool. Get out of here, man. He's a quarter inch from my face. You think you're so cool, huh? Think everybody likes you, don't you? You think you're so cool, man. I'm like, okay, dude, just calm down. I'm going to go over there. And then he follow you. You're so cool, yeah. And I go, dude, just, I put my hand on his face. And I kind of slowly push him back. I'm going, dude, the next time my hand goes in your face, it's going to be balled up. Do you understand? And he leaves me alone. But he's going around annoying people and annoying people and annoying people and annoying people. And finally, the person whose house it was walks up to him and says, listen, dude, I'm going to ask her to give you a ride home because it's like we're trying to we're trying to have a party here. We're trying to have a great time. Um, I don't think you're really, really, really drunk, but you did have some drinks and it's time for you to leave because, you, you, I mean, if you don't enjoy this place, if you don't enjoy our company, you really shouldn't be here. We'll try this again at some point, maybe when you sober up, but we, you really need to leave because this is this, we're having a great time here. The party's like a quarter over and you, you're kind of ruining it for everybody. And he, he says to her, baby, just, just take him up. You can come back if you want to or maybe you can stay with him, but he's got to go. 
All right, I never liked any of you people in the first place. F all of you, F your party, F your food, F everything, F everybody. I don't even know why she brought me to you bastards. F all of you, F, 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 Q, M, L, L. Well, I'm saying random letters because he's saying all sorts of curse words. And even though I don't mind cursing, I don't. I will never curse as much as this guy did. F, 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 M, Q, L, M, X, letters that don't exist yet, numbers, I, 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 all sorts of curse words and blasts. And then she walks out, come on, man, come on. She goes to the door to open it up and he breaks away from her not in a violent way there was no threat of violence towards her we never even thought he would be violent towards her just obnoxious towards us so he grabs the table where all the food the drinks the cakes and everything is he says if everybody in this room every last one of you every last one of you this is what i think of your party and he grabs the 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 tablecloth and yanks with everything that he has now nobody wanted to happen he wanted the pizzas and the sodas and the drinks and the, and the chicken wings and all. He wanted all of that to fall on the floor. His last act of defiance, showing us what he really thought about us. And I'll put it to you this way. If you've ever watched an old vaudeville act, if you've ever watched Ed Sullivan or one of those shows, ever been on a cruise ship and seen a magician do this, you know that trick where a person pulls a tablecloth off the table and the tablecloth comes off and nothing on the table is touched at all. It's not moved even the slightest. It stays there as if nothing happened. Ah, ha, ha. That's exactly what happened when Donald Dickhead yanked on the the curtain and Peter Punk ass yanked on that curtain yeah I'm giving him names like that that's not his real name but I want to insult him shut up and he pulls the thing off nothing happens he rockets across the room hits lands on his ass slides across the floor and hits the back of his head on a wall what he wanted to happen was he wanted to have all that food a lot of money's worth of food to hit the floor his last act of defiance he wanted to ruin the party even more he wanted to have the party ruined not just when he was there but he wanted the party to be ruined even after he left because we would have just had to clean all of that up and then maybe order the same amount of food again maybe wouldn't be wouldn't have been able to replace the food because the game was already on and it might have been so difficult to get the food we might have just had to you know try to rustle up something but as it turns out nope he had the problem he had a sore head a sore ass and a sore girlfriend she closed the door she walked in she got a chair she put a chair on the porch and called the cab for his punk ass she didn't even want to ride with him. Because it's one thing to be obnoxious and be drunk, but it's another thing to have in your mind, have your goal to be to ruin this party by yanking the thing off the table and trying to knock hundreds of hundred, maybe $200 worth of food onto the floor just because you're being a douche when people were trying to be nice to you. So, of course, she, of course, dumped his punk ass. But that look on his face when he tried to do this horrible thing and it didn't work out and the fact that we all went <gasps> when he pulled on the on the tablecloth and we all started you can see a bunch of people running towards the table the table to maybe try to salvage what we could like maybe catch some stuff and keep it on the table when we were too far away and at that moment instead of being instead of having what he wanted to have happen have all of that stuff fall on the floor and and have the party in his mind ruined all he did was make everyone in the house feel relief and then the house was filled with unstoppable laughter 
all of us laughing uncontrollably, tears in our eyes laughing because it was worse than what he expected. He wanted it to fall on the floor. And the only thing that fell on the floor was his punk ass. And he wound up sitting outside waiting for a cab. A cab that took his punk ass home without his woman. It was awesome. That look on his face when it went from I'll show them to oh shit. They showed me or karma showed me or maybe the world. I don't know if you believe in any kind of deity. It doesn't matter if you do. But if you do, I'd like to think that that deity went. Haha, nope, not this time, ass face. And if you don't believe in a deity and I don't know whether you do or not, you just think that maybe it's just a good comeuppance for someone who was a piece of shit. But it was awesome. His punk ass hits the floor. <laughs> and we never saw this guy again. It doesn't really matter because who wants to? But I always love that that thing that happens to people when they try to be angry or mean to you and they realize they were douches and they feel like crap. Oh, yeah. Now, like I said, I don't normally want somebody to feel like crap. But in that particular instance, I want you to feel like crap a little bit. Just enough maybe to, 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 <laughs> that you'll change how you treat people. I don't even know whether or not this guy changed how he treats people. I, and tomorrow, maybe sometime during the week, I'll probably wind up going back to the store and buying more sandwiches. And I can guarantee you that guy is going to be 10 times nicer to me. And I can see. And then the other part about it is the simple fact that when he makes the sandwiches, he makes it in front of you. So it's not like he can go, oh, yeah, let me take your sandwich in the back and spit it in. I mean, um, <laughs> season it. Uh, I don't have to worry about that. And the guy with the parking space, that's an old, actually a story that's about, hmm. This is May. It actually happened in January. So it, wasn't, so it was a little while ago. And I see that guy all the time. And as it turns out, he's a bit of a hothead, but he will, he's not a hothead towards me. Hey, it's Anthony. How's it going? Hey, how about that spot thing, huh? Yuck, 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 running joke. I said, I don't know, man. As soon as you leave, I'm parking in your spot and I'm leaving my shit there. <laughs> Same old joke we have to do all the time. But it's, it's really an interesting thing. I know that's a, a weird thing to, to enjoy when someone treats you like crap and gets their comeuppance. But I don't care if it's weird. I love every second of it. And don't act like you don't, too. When somebody treats you like crap and they get their comeuppance and you have the joy, the honor, the pleasure of seeing them take the societal buttocks whipping. And you get an opportunity to see it right in front of you. Don't act like you don't enjoy that crap. You know you do. I know I do. <laughs> And I don't admire, I don't mind, I don't mind, I don't mind admitting it to you. <laughs> Tell the truth. That's some good shit, isn't it? Of course it is. Segment over. All right, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes. This has been another episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I am your host, of course, S. Anthony Thomas. <clears throat> and uh, if you were, you're going, hey, man, did you just clear your throat? I thought you were a professional. Well, I am a professional. I'm such a professional that I can be so entertaining to you people that I can clear my throat, not oh, not edit it out, and you're still going to love me like you love me right now. In fact, I'm going to clear my throat again, and I already cleared my throat. <clears throat> See, you still love me. <laughs> uh, more than anything, I just want to say, uh, oh, seriousness, uh, thank you guys very, very much for checking out the show again. I appreciate it. Um, hope you come back next week. I'm pretty sure you will. Cause I got you in a trance. Oh yeah. Watch this. Move your left arm up. Pat the top of your head. 
Now take your right arm and rub your tummy. You're doing it right now, aren't you? Exactly. Now remember who's in control of you. <laughs> you may now go back to using your hands in the ways that you want to. Just kidding. Keep doing it. Yeah, that's right. Remember who runs things. <laughs> you now have control of your motor functions again. See what I mean? But I won't use that power for bad things. I won't do it. I'll only use it for good things. Don't worry about it. Okay, this in this exit got weird, didn't it? Okay, back to saying thank you to my wonderful podcast audience. Thank you, you weird bastards, for listening to this on a regular basis. Keep doing what you do. Thank you for the for the wonderful reviews. I appreciate it. Thank you for the emails at the Yes Anthony Says Podcast at Gmail dot com. Thank you for following me on Twitter, m meaning my Twitter at S Anthony Thomas. But I would suggest to also follow the podcast's Twitter as well, which is at S Anthony Says. Um, quite frankly, I just want to say thanks. There's been a lot of uh, new folks coming on. I know I say that at the end of the shows, but it's true. There's a lot more people coming along. And I realize that the reason that there's a lot more people coming to listen to the show every week and that they're staying is because of recommendations from you guys. And um, I'm forever in your debt for that. But don't get full of yourselves. Remember, I'm in control. Okay, I want you to take your left hand and rub your left eye. Now take your right hand and squeeze your right buttocks cheek. See, I may be in forever in your debt because you keep bringing back more people to the podcast. But don't forget who's in control here. Now take the hand that is on the eye and you will now have, you will now maintain control of that hand and do what you want with it. But keep that right hand on your, on your right buttocks cheek. In fact, keep your hand on your right buttocks cheek and occasionally squeeze it every three hours until next the next podcast drops <laughs> i just need to remind you people who's in control here anyway <laughs> in all seriousness uh, like i said i just want you to you know, oh, sorry i'm sorry 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 you may now take your hand off your buttocks cheek i was just joking i forgot how much control i have over you take your hand off your buttocks and you may now have you now maintain motor control of both of your hands okay you're back anyway uh <laughs> sorry about that I didn't mean to leave you sit there squeezing your own ass. I mean, it's okay if I squeeze my own ass, but I mean, <laughs> I've seen my buttocks and very, very squeezable. <laughs> Why did this get weird again? Anyway, thank you guys for, <laughs> thank you guys for stopping by. Much love to every last one of you. Thank you very much. Spread the word, my friends. Continue to spread the word so we can make the podcast grow. I appreciate all your efforts. I appreciate your love. I appreciate your retweets. I appreciate your emails. Um, I do read them. Thank you very much for everything. And I will see you next week, my friends. You dig this and I dig you. So let's do this again next week. S. Anthony out. <laughs>